Greetings to all that are listening. I do greet you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God. And to those that are listening and to those that are tuning in, it is definitely a pleasure to be back again with you all. So in this episode, what I want to discuss is the uh, profound belief and the profound topic that is actually very controversial amongst many believers in the body of Christ. And that is that God is one. If you notice that what I entitled this episode, and that is Hero Church, God is one. So the reason why I put Hero Church is because I believe that those who uh, profess to be in the body of Christ or profess to be like a member in the uh, church of Jesus Christ, they need to understand that there is but one God. You see, we need to have the right belief as believers. Simply believing in Jesus Christ does not guarantee you entrance into the kingdom of God. The primary belief that a believer needs to have in order to gain entry into the kingdom of God is that not only that there is one God, but that that one God begat a son and that his son is Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the son of God and that God raised his son from the dead. And not only did God raise his son from the dead, but God set his son at his right hand, highly exalted him gave him power and authority. Praise God. So now that we understand that we need to have the uh, proper belief, the most fundamental belief that Jesus Christ is the son of God, because check this out, though you may say, well, Davian, that's very elementary. You know, like everybody knows that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Well, listen to me. Everybody may think they know that, but the truth is they don't believe it. Look at all the different um, churches, denominations, and organizations. And I always say this. Some might say that I'm very repetitive because I always say, look at the different beliefs concerning Jesus of Nazareth. The Muslims believe Jesus Christ was simply a prophet. They don't believe that he was God's son. The JWs, they believe that Jesus Christ was an angel, you know, like he was an archangel. The oneness folks, they make the bold profession that Jesus Christ is the father. The Trinitarians now, they believe that Jesus Christ is the second person in the Godhead. But any Trinitarian, if you're listening, feel free to um, reach out to me and answer my question. How is Jesus Christ the second person in the Godhead if the fullness of the Godhead dwells in him? Anyway, I digress. What I want to discuss and what I want to emphasize is that uh, God is one. And I just want to take you through some scriptures because this is not my own opinion. Because when you hear the statement that God is one, many times what folks will, um, what they'll extract from that statement is, okay, yes, God is one, but God is also three persons. Or yes, God is one, but that one God has manifested himself in three ways. No, stop adding to the word of God or else God will reprove you and you'll be found to be a liar. Stop twisting his word and believe what you can read. And I was actually just talking to my sister um, like about that. I said, the word of God is not confusing. But when people begin to add to the word of God and they begin to add their own um, twist saying, well, I see that it says this, but you know what? It actually doesn't mean this. That's when you begin to um, place yourself in a direction to go right into the pit, straight to the lake of fire. That's where you're going to go. If you don't believe what you can read in the word of God, let's get into scripture. Let's head to Deuteronomy chapter six and verse four. I believe that this is a very fundamental scripture that we need to understand. And this is where I really want to focus on. Check this out. So Moses was talking to the Israelites 
And here is what he told them. So Deuteronomy chapter 6 and at verse 4, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Moses did not say, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is three persons. He did not say, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is three manifestations. He did not say, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is a trinity. He said he is one Lord. We have to study this word, meditate on the word, and get to know who the Most High God is and who His Son is. Because the truth is, you can't know who the Most High God is unless you know who His Son is. Because only through His Son, you will be able to know the Most High God. Our Lord Jesus said that He is the way, the truth, and the life. But here's the thing. Some folks stop there, but you have to continue reading the verse. No man, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. So you cannot get to God, the one God, unless you go through his son, Jesus Christ. So here Moses gives a very brave and bold proclamation. And I encourage all believers to believe what Moses said. But you might be like the mystery of God or the or the triune nature of God was not revealed to Moses. And look, I've heard this uh, belief saying that the triune God was not displayed in the Hebrew scriptures, but rather, um, but the truth is that the mystery of God was displayed in the New Testament. That makes me scratch my head because I believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If Moses said, hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God is one Lord. When did he change? When did he change? When did God just become a trinity? So you're telling me that throughout the whole entire Hebrew scriptures, God continues to make the profession. His prophets make the profession that there is but one God. And then now these new Gentile thinkers come today. And yes, that's what they are, Gentile thinkers. And I always tell folks, listen, salvation came to the Gentiles. But yet the Gentiles were the ones who began to come up with these pagan beliefs. Pagan beliefs. Because if we just simply kept the monotheistic uh, Hebraic belief that God is one, there wouldn't be so much confusion concerning who God is. All the other nations, all the other uh, pagan heathen nations, they had a multiplicity of gods. They had many gods. They had a trinity of gods. So what these men do today is... They don't want to get away from the Catholic Church. They don't want to get away from the Catholic belief of the Trinity because the Catholic Church is their mother. So everything that they uh, believe sort of formulated or was birthed from the Catholic Church and they continue to hold on to those beliefs. Modalism, Trinitarianism, Arianism, all of these different isms are not of God. We need to come back to the doctrine of Christ. Where the belief is just one God and one Lord Jesus Christ. And no man can get to the one God but through that one Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. But let me tell you something, listener. God is not the author of confusion. God wants you to know who he is and who his son is. And God wants you to have a perfect and clear understanding. So let's continue going through scripture. Let's go to Jeremiah 10.10. So let's see what the prophet Jeremiah said about God. So in Jeremiah chapter 10 and that verse 10, here's what the word of God says. It says, but the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and an everlasting king. 
At his wrath, the earth shall tremble, and the nation shall not be able to abide in his indignation. Look at what Jeremiah said. He said, but the Lord is the true God. Not the Trinity is the true God. Not these other uh, denominations with their uh, uh, twisted perspective of God is the true God. No, the Lord, Yahweh, is the true God. So some may read that and say, well, Brother Davian, well, if that says that the Lord is the true God and Jesus is the Lord, then that means that Jesus Christ is the one true God. No. And this is where many of the folks may go and turn off the episode because they don't want the truth. They want what they've been taught. And I always say this. When you're spiritually blind, whenever somebody uh, comes to give you the truth, you're going to slap it down out of their hand. Why? Because they just can't see the marvelous light. It's like somebody is in jail and you're giving them the key to get out of jail. But you know what they did? They said, no, 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 no. Keep the key because they rather stay in jail. Let me give you the truth. Let me tell you the truth because the truth is going to set you free. The truth is going to set you free. Look at what Jesus Christ said in John chapter 17 and at verse 3. And I'm almost done because I can give you the word, but it's on you to actually go and study to see if what I'm saying is true. Because what I'm telling you is coming right out of the word of God. It's not my own opinion. I'm telling you what it says. And it's just on you to uh, go back in your own time, read the word of God, study it and believe it. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ according to scripture. And out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. <laughs> when you believe on Jesus as the scriptures has said though. So let's go to John chapter 17. And we're going to start at verse 3. So our Lord Jesus Christ was praying to his father. He wasn't praying to himself. And you know what? Let me actually start at St. John uh, chapter 17 and at verse 1. So it says, These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. At verse 2, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. At verse 3, and this is life eternal. Listen to this, listener. Jesus said, this is life eternal or this is eternal life. Listen, that they might know thee, that they might know his father, the one true God. Or the only true God. And so in addition to the only true God, he said, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. So whom the one or only true God has sent. So when Jeremiah said that the Lord is the true God, right? So when Jeremiah made that statement about the Lord God, Jesus Christ didn't come contradicting that statement. Saying that God now is a trinity. Or that God now is in a dual nature. Or God is now in a sonship. Jesus Christ kept the same monotheistic belief. That there is one God. And that one God was his father. And that one God Jesus prayed to. That one God Jesus served. That one God Jesus was obedient to. And that one God Jesus told us to serve him and be about that one God's business. Jesus taught us about the father. He declared unto us the father. He was in the image of the father. Praise God. Jesus Christ teaches us that only through him we have access to the father. The one God. Man cannot go unto God uh, with no advocate who are you to come unto the most high god with uh no advocate no mediator no high priest no the one god is so holy you have to go through jesus christ the one god is so holy that there is somebody at his right hand intercessing for you for your mistakes he's intercessing for your faults hallelujah to god so then when we're in a fault or when we get lost and when sometimes we mess up it's because of jesus christ why we're able to be forgiven not by our 
good works or deeds. Some folks pray and say, oh man, God answered my prayer, man, because I'm so righteous. You're a fool. God answered your prayer because of Jesus Christ. When you belong to Jesus Christ, the Father can deal with you. But if you don't belong to Jesus Christ, you have no access to the Father. He's not hearing your prayers. Your prayers are an abomination to God. The only way to get to God is through his son, Jesus Christ. And you must know who that one true God is. Because if you're praying to the Father, just in general terms, if you're praying to God, and you're praying to God, assuming that God is a trinity, you're not worshiping God or praising God or praying to God in spirit and in truth. You have to ensure that, uh, that you have a biblical knowledge of who God is, not according to the church fathers or your denomination, and ensure that everything that you believe can be found in the word of God. So let's go to Mark chapter 12 and let's go to verse 29. We're going to read from verse 29 to verse 32. At verse 29, it says, And Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Before I even move forward, Jesus came preaching the same one God doctrine that Moses preached, that Jeremiah preached, the prophets preached. <laughs> and guess what? After Jesus Christ died and he was resurrected, and he went into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. The apostles came preaching that same one God message. That the one God is the Father. And that the one Lord is his son, Jesus Christ. The son of the Father. They didn't preach something different. Let's keep on going. And it says at verse 30. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. And with all thy soul. And with all thy mind. And with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like namely this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. At verse 32, And the scribe said unto him, Well, master, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God, and there is none other but he. Listener, I encourage you, while you're listening to this episode, to believe that there is one God, and that one God is the Father. And I would like for you to also listen to my other episodes where I explain that the one God is the Father. The reason why I gave you Deuteronomy 6.4, Jeremiah 10.10, John 17.3, and I also gave you Mark 12.29 through 32 is because I want you to see that even though the Bible clearly states just from those few scriptures alone that there is but one God and Jesus Christ, who many claim is the second person in the Trinity or God's second manifestation, he came preaching that there is but one God. Jesus Christ didn't come declaring something different than what the scripture stated about God. It is important that we have the same mind that was in Christ Jesus. I want to wrap up here. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Thank you all for the support and be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ.